0: We are here. It is Tuesday night at 8 p.m. You know what time it is. It is time for the MCW cast. Um, I'm Tara.
1: I am MCW promoter Dan McDevitt. And obvious by his absence is Larry Legend.
0: I know. I I stumbled a minute there on the intro because Larry's so good at it. He always, that's his thing. It's in his wheelhouse. He takes care of that. But um, we do have another person joining us this week. And it is actually our guest, Adina Steele. So welcome to the cast.
2: Thank you very much. Yeah, we're glad
0: to have you here. Uh, We want to thank all of our subscribers and listeners real quick and thank you for checking us out on Facebook and YouTube watching that live stream and also if you're listening to it where you get your podcast content, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Breaker, Radio Public, CastBox, you name it, we're on it. So thank you all for liking and subscribing and listening each week. We appreciate it.
1: Absolutely.
0: It has been a busy week. We just wrapped up uh, the kickoff of the Spring Fever Tour yeah yeah at tall cedars we made our debut there in parkville maryland not too far from the japa marketplace from the mcw arena so it was kind of cool to stay local but in a new venue right
1: yeah and we're we're off and running and a lot of other big shows coming um the winter blast tour was fun um you know it was nice to get to galena again after two years
0: two years i know almost two years to the day almost from before when from i didn't the last realize we were in galena. until
1: that uh until we were there and mm-hmm. the people at Kalina brought it up, but that was our last show before, yeah, we, it was got March before yeah, we got like shut we down. Yeah, it was March 7th before we got shut down. we got shut down. The world got shut down like th- two days after that <laughs> Kalina show. I, it did, really. You
0: know. I remember that, yeah. So we're back, obviously. Um, things are going well. We've got lots, lots of things on the agenda. Um, last week we had a really interesting interview with the professor Nick Harrison. Um, he was, he's not a wrestler, but he is a school teacher and, uh, we had a really
2: entertaining discussion you know who with he him. Is? Adina? If, I'm not aware. Are
1: you on TikTok? Uh,
2: nah, not really. <laughs> not I try. I get, I get lost in the shuffle there. I just
0: <laughs> keep getting distracted. And then sometimes I'm like, where are they coming up with this for you stuff? Like yeah. I, I really am questioning their algorithms. Some of the stuff that they feed Honestly. to me. Honestly. Well, uh, Nick Harrison. If you're not familiar with him, um, a really cool guy. He's a school teacher. I'm, I can't remember the state that he's it's from. It's in New Orleans. Louisiana. Oh, okay, Louisiana. And um, he does wrestling intros, and he's really good at it. Like, and he's got like a
1: million followers. Yeah, you have have to time, check so. it
0: out. And he does. And he doesn't just do wrestling. He throws in like some dad jokes in there, and <laughs> um, you know, some school teacher jokes. I'm a teacher, so like I could relate to it. But he does these entrances, and they're just hilarious. And he's gotten a lot lot of traction and a lot of coverage and uh some of the some of the wrestlers were retweeting and sharing his content too so that was pretty cool
1: yeah it was a good interview
0: and yes. he is a big jeff jones fan
1: yes and jeff <laughs> so, and jeff is um hooking him up with tickets for AEW. aew yeah he's in a, a, in a huge a AEW weeks, fan yeah, so, so that's
0: awesome so that was really neat he was to happy when there. i
1: texted him and told him jeff was going to take care of him Yep. <laughs> um, and get them into AEW in a couple weeks when they're down there. So
0: That made his day. So, yeah, you can check that out. If you haven't already caught that episode, please go find that. That is, again, where you can uh, watch the live stream. We did that over Zoom, so you can find that on Facebook or YouTube. While you're at YouTube, don't forget we've got Flashback Friday. Uh, this week is from 2019 Autumn Armageddon Tag Wars, Joe Keys and Orange Cassidy versus Joe Gacy and Luch- Luchasaurus. And uh, while you're there, leave some comments for us under Flashback Friday. Um, We're, you know, responding and being active there in our YouTube page, and so you leave us a question or a comment, and we'll respond.
1: And if you have any matches you're an MCW fan that you'd like to see on Flashback Friday, Ah, dream matches.
0: We're going to let the fans be the bookers. (laughs) Well, any
1: matches that they may want to see from previous shows that they may want to see as a Flashback Friday. Well, I
0: I do like to know what the fans want to see from our stars too, though, you know, and I I like it when fans come up after a show and be like, hey, it's so-and-so ever going to wrestle this person you know oh it's a good idea so comment we'll respond eventually (laughs) Right, we'll get to it we'll get to it all right so i think we covered all of the stuff we needed to cover
1: absolutely adina welcome thank
2: you very much thanks for having me okay
0: so you had a little bit of a drive to get here. Yeah, it was
2: a little adventure.
0: You're from the uh, Scranton uh, Scranton area, right? Yeah. Pennsylvania? Yeah. Okay. And like,
2: they have a huge St. Patrick's Day parade every year. Oh, really? And like 2020, it they canceled it because right around this time of year. Mm-hmm. Last year, they postponed it and did it in September and it was a flop. Then they were supposed to have it last Saturday and we got a big storm where mm-hmm. I am. And I totally forgot it was today. So I'm going like to get on the highway, trying to go through uh-huh. downtown, and just everything's blacked oh, off. And there's cars everywhere. I was like, "Oh no, chaos!" Before <laughs> I even get on the highway. <laughs> oh wow!
0: All right. So that is uh, uh, Scranton, of course. Most people know is home of the Office. You oh yeah, sure <laughs> so,
2: is. So were oh, you? I didn't a, know did that. you watch that? I didn't when it was on. Okay, it, as much I didn't like, either. I've never been a big. I'm not good at keeping up with series and, you know, eight o'clock at this, like, now you could stream anything. So now I am, and my boyfriend is obsessed, so he kind of got me into it and it's kind of just on all the time now. So (laughs) I definitely... It took me a minute, but I came along to it. Oh wow, that's
0: I had never watched it before either. And then during the pandemic, my kids were like, "Oh, can we watch The Office?" And I am like, "All right." So that was our thing that we binge watched. We got through it two whole times through all nine seasons twice. <laughs> so it's, and The Simpsons, we watched that too. But uh,
2: yeah, it, I feel like it's just so relatable because I, I could, so many parts. I think in my life, mm-hmm. I'll have things happen. I am just kind of like. Like how they look at the cameras and they just make these faces. Yes. And I feel like that in everyday life i would have ridiculous things happen. I'm like okay, okay, it's a Scranton thing. I don't right.
0: know. <laughs> so so the places when they do that opening sequence, those are real places in Scranton. Yeah,
2: the opening is real. I wasn't. I think it was filmed in L. A. or something. Uh-huh. But the opener was, and so there's that one scene that they're going. Like I could picture it probably more because I'm more familiar with <laughs> the, the city, of course. There's like the pens. There's a building, and like I read that I think it was Jim like, actually filmed that, like, through a sunroof. Like, oh, they really? drove through Scranton, drew, like, got <laughs> like, his cell phone, like, the one part. So, oh, yeah, the openings great. actually Scranton, Okay, but that's about it.
0: <laughs> Funny. Have you watched, do you watch The Office? Have you watched it?
1: No, no, I haven't. Yeah. I've seen clips of it and all uh-huh. those. I, and obviously, it's, there's tons of memes. Yeah. You know, it's real, like, so many people have done, but I didn't realize it was it was based out of Scranton.
0: They have, like, a Scranton, like, a, an office festival every year in Scranton, oh, yeah. like, in July. It used
2: to be huge. Oh, I, Like, really? when it was yeah. on TV, I remember, I remember being, like, a like when I was a teenager, I just hung out downtown at the mall and would wander around. And they had, you know, probably when it was first happening. Mm-hmm. And I have uh, people like from Australia, places like that, just came to like came to Scranton. That's yes, like, you're
0: right. right? <laughs> I I didn't. I had no idea such a thing existed. And the I guess it was 2020. I got invited to go that summer with a friend of mine and mm-hmm. she's a big Office fan and she's like, oh, you've got to go with me. And I'm like, okay, great. And then like the pandemic came. Oh, so naturally. we didn't get to go, but I was like, this is weird. And so when I started looking into it, I had no idea that it was like a big thing and that people, like you said, come from all over the world oh, yeah. to Scranton. I feel
2: like, <laughs> like the show just has a kind of a cult following. So it it does. You'll get, you'll get that. You get that a lot. Yeah. And
0: I guess they just come together and hang. It's like a their own convention.
2: Yeah.
1: And
0: then they get, sometimes they get stars from the show mm-hmm. to appear, but it's not like like sponsored by the people who made the the office, so it's kind of neat how it's Ironically, like organic and you I just know love just it so much, right? <laughs> that they made their own convention out <laughs> of it, basically.
1: No, no, and I was telling her before we went on the air, like the, my just connection to Scranton was I used to wrestle there. Mm-hmm. I would do like the house shows ECW in the late nineties, and it was just a really fun town to go to and wrestle, and the shows were fun there. It's that's what you know Scranton was to me, like mm-hmm. my connection to Scranton. I didn't realize the office was filmed there. But it was yeah. a fun wrestling town. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever, Lots of then. those
0: Pennsylvania towns are like, have a lot of wrestling. Remember, we did a lot of shows uh god in the like early 2000s like levittown and oh yeah um yeah all, all up around there we did shows like weekly they'd run girl shows on a wednesday night or something and we'd drive up there oh that's fun and do shows in bars yeah that was and that what's was the name of the
1: promotion we were talking about that r- runs up in that area uh ppw ppw yeah yeah they run pretty good shows right and like bro keller their champion. yeah yeah, yeah. It currently is
2: mm-hmm. yeah yeah they they're, they bring in a lot of good talent.
1: And, and they, they run pretty regularly pretty good shows. They're, monthly, they're, yeah, they're they do yeah. monthly. Um, they're one of the indies that's got a really good reputation, so PPW, check them out, mm-hmm, you know. Absolutely. They got a really good reputation for being a solid indie. Yeah, you they know. do.
0: Is that where you started? Like is that where you trained?
2: No, in that area? No. I did train with them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like after I had started training, I I initially trained with Backbreaker Training Center, which was in Scranton and then it moved to like 20 minutes away mm-hmm. while I was training, but I I didn't even know how many places were around at that point. I didn't even know there were wrestling training centers, even anywhere near me. Mm-hmm. But PPW's, theirs was about 45 minutes from me. So once I, I had gone there once to do a seminar... And then after that, they invited me to come down and train, and then I started doing their shows. But it was one of the first companies to like give me a shot when yeah. I first started out. So I'm always oh. be appreciative of that for sure.
0: Oh, good. Well, starting
2: out is always hard when you have no nothing to go off of. You right, know? right. You yeah, that's prove yourself from from nothing.
0: Yeah, that I got lucky. I started here and I trained at our center here. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it was a long time ago, but um, so you know, I had right away and. An, avenue into shows because i you know that's one of the benefits that we have our training center here and then we also have our shows so yeah it is helpful being
2: comfortable with the environment and the people and the way it's run that probably helps a lot too definitely <laughs> <So> <laughs> it does
1: <laughs> what got you into wrestling were you into wrestling as a child
2: yeah yeah i was my dad actually watched it and my mom worked at night so when i'd be home he'd have it on and i just i feel like i always was just into it like i don't remember a point like being like, oh, I think I like this. I just always was, like, mm-hmm. just begging to stay awake, to be able to stay up until 10 or 11, you know, every time it was over. And, like, you know, if I had school in the morning. Yeah. And since then, it's just been a thing.
1: So you were probably coming up as a child, I guess, like, through the Attitude Era. Yep, probably. exactly. Yeah.
2: <laughs> as I was just watching last night, I've been watching all, like, the uh, old WCW Nitros and mm-hmm. stuff like that online. It was, I think it was, like, the 97 I watched like the first one that came up, and it was the most ridiculous. Like it started out <laughs> with like Macho Man in the ring on strike, <laughs> and there's just so much insanity. that people fighting in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Like, Wow. <laughs> you know,
1: I, I yeah. know wrestling evolves and changes, and it's different for fans that watch it today. But man, they w- that was a good era. That's the what United I always tend era, to go back Mo- to. And the Monday Night Wars, um, you know, and it was yeah. And during that time, for uh, three, four, or five years, there, man, wrestling was just. White hot to yeah. like everybody, just casual people, and watching. I mean, although mm-hmm. their numbers combined were like one of them was doing a six, and one of them was doing a five, you know. So, like, you know, mm-hmm. 15 million people watching, mm-hmm. you know, on Monday night. So, yeah, it was, it was a that was a really good era of wrestling, yeah. yeah and then you had ECW there, like, coming up. Coming up on the tail of WCW and WWE, and they just started really doing crazy stuff. <laughs> but it was a good era in wrestling. It was a good era to be a fan.
2: Oh yeah, it's easy to be invested yeah. with it. Uh, I mean, I don't know if was also I was so young, but all, you know, seeing the two companies at war and everything mm-hmm. like that is kind of like this is crazy. You know? Well, I feel
0: like it was a time when there was really something for everyone too, and I kind of feel that way now as well. That mm-hmm. especially like with just some of the different talent on AEW, mm-hmm. you know, that everybody doesn't look the same. Everybody's you know, there's lots of different gimmicks, and I kind of see similarities to that attitude era period where you still had your big muscle bound guys mm-hmm. but i just feel like there was you know there was a lot of like kind of corny stuff going on too oh, you yeah, know yeah. and some gimmicks that you were like hmm wait oh someone gave birth to a hand okay <laughs> all right you know right for as crazy
1: and as, as uh as, as over the top like you know geared towards adults as the attitude that's stuff like that you look back on and like god that stuff that was so terrible. <laughs> I know. And that <laughs> happened in such a good era of wrestling. There was such a there was such a good era of wrestling. But even that stuff happened. Like <laughs> uh, you know, some of its cringy. Really? Oh, <laughs> just terrible. I remember right. I, and there was uh I remember that and um like WCW went I guess I guess like it was towards the end they started like tightening up on weapons. Do you remember the whole Hacksaw Jim Duggan incident? Which I can't I believe know. hasn't become like a permanent meme. On the internet, like he came down to clear um like perry saturn and shane douglas was that
0: with the foam thing the
1: foam, uh, two yes. by four yes that was oh foam. i remember yes it was uh, like uh-huh. made out of like a styrofoam and like yes. duggan hits like perry saturn and yeah. he goes down and it bends yes Aww. and then he I <laughs> <hit>. remember. <laughs> you remember that I remember. and then he hits like i, and like and I was, it, was and it bends again and then he throws it like to throw it down <laughs> and it floats <laughs> to the ground right? uh. like you know what i mean <laughs> he went to throw it so it was and it was obviously so it was like there was other cringeworthy <laughs> stuff that happened that you're like oh Oh man, come on! <laughs> right. Yeah, there you know were definitely
0: I mean? a lot of cringe moments back then. And the yeah.
2: commentary, yeah. is mm-hmm. just cracks me up. Like they just say anything right. that it comes to your oh, mind, yeah. like. They were, let's say the other guy took the, you know, someone slid him the ring bell and they went to use it and mm-hmm. the commentator just goes, oh, he's going to ring his bell, like real dry. just, like, yeah. it's, just ridiculous. it's just so funny. And, and the stuff head. that would
1: never be on TV. Right. You like, oh, yeah.
2: Everything
0: that came out of Jerry Lawler's mouth. Everything. essentially <laughs> I mean, there would be none of that he would be able to say today. Just, oh, mm-hmm. that
1: was constant every week.
0: The, the puppies. Yeah,
1: the puppies oh. and whatever, whatever. Whatever remark he could make towards women's breasts and the, <laughs> the women, I mean, we've talked about the younger this, the like,
0: better. <laughs>
1: you know, oh yeah, <laughs> right. the, and he'd say stuff <laughs> oh. like that. Yeah, and the and the the women, like we've talked about on here with the just yeah. the lingerie matches and stuff like that. I mean, cause could you imagine like Twitter and <laughs> social media just <laughs> erupting the way like with this cancel? You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, if something like that I just can today. Ima- Oh yeah, it would it would never, never ever uh-uh. ever fly
0: yeah it was it was definitely a really interesting time um we we i had lots of those experience where we did lots of girls shows it was awesome because you could work every week yeah. at different places all over the place and it was great but some of the stuff that went on was so questionable you yeah. know there was oil wrestling and you know jello i've heard all jello, heard jello pudding from i mean well. i'm not proud but i've had some right. i've had some matches in food Hey, <laughs> you, know? you gotta do it. You gotta do <laughs> Shaving cream. <laughs> we,
1: but there are, you know, it's hard. You, you start to explain it, but like me and you have talked Tara off. Yeah. Like when we would go to those shows and Kim and Mickey James would do those yeah, shows. Yeah, Mickey. Yeah, we she would travel together. She was Alexis Lurie then. Mm-hmm. That was pre Mickey James days. But they were fun.
0: They were fun. They were a lot of fun. We were always in the first half because the second half was all the like oil yeah. wrestling and stuff. So oh, you know okay. the real workers were the first half. <laughs> which you would, would think it off would be off the flip flops and but all yeah. that. And the
1: ropes, So yeah.
0: Yeah, oh. but I remember like we would get to some of these towns in Pennsylvania, and they would have weird restrictions like there couldn't remember that one time we showed up and it was like oh you can't have any real wrestling matches everything has well, to be because
1: they evaded the commission they
0: evaded the commission right, they evaded right. Commission. yeah and yeah it was so like they
1: evaded the commission so they had to work outside the rules. So that right. would be like that's when you guys had like two out of three <laughs> fall pillow fights or something. We had
0: a pillow fight. <laughs> or
1: just, uh, yeah, a we made strap up.
0: match. Like we had belts yeah, or something. Like you couldn't do any and moves. then and shaving cause, cream. Because actually, it's that actually. show
1: one of the a commission someone from the commission showed up and was watching. Uh huh. That's yeah. why. So the, that's why, like Steve and, and Dan were like freaking out. Like, yeah. There's someone from the commission showed up to bust us. You can't do any wrestling. Moves. Right.
0: Oh, and God. I remember being like, Oh, you know what? Screw it. Let's just have fun. At like, that I point, mean, we'd already driven well. there. You know yeah. what I mean? The options were go home or just stay and make figure out something. So we like rounded up some supplies and we were like, All right, let's do this. Yeah. But yeah.
2: it's impressive though. You found a <laughs> way to work around. Like, okay, <laughs> I'm gonna have this match, but I can't wrestle in my wrestling match. So right. I gotta, really gotta get the wheels turned. How can <laughs> we have a
0: wrestling? match without wrestling yeah (laughs) so it was definitely a very interesting time but i remember most of that area just the fans being fantastic like they were super enthusiastic yeah it
2: always seems to be like that whenever i wrestle in pa anywhere pretty much Mm -hmm. um but it's always like that i think the commission's a little more strict than like the border like when jersey and stuff like a lot of shows i see i feel like tend to be moving that way right because it's way less of a hassle i think (coughs) well maryland
1: you've wrestled in maryland before prior to us right so there, are, but you know what? As a guy that's older now, that's been in wrestling for thirty years, I always say it. I pre- I used to hate it, but I prefer the states with the commissions now mm-hmm. because I think, like in those Jersey states and all that, like the, if you don't have a commission, they keep they keep everything from being two watered down. Like Florida, you know, like Florida, there's there's no. <laughs> Do they commission have any rules la- there? La- well, and it hasn't <laughs> yeah. been that's been a state deregulated forever, but it's always but be- but there's never been any really you know. Indies being able to take off or build because anybody can rent a fire hall and a ring and go run a show. Mm -hmm. So there's just these crap shows Mm -hmm. everywhere. So they all get labeled. You know, it's like if we're not, you're not a big on national television, even us, as long as we've been around, I always you know, like if you get lumped together. Your casual fan lumps, you know, oh, that's that garbage wrestling. Right. You, know, so. you go see
2: a show like that. That's like, a Joe Schmo just threw it together. Yeah. The next week could be a great one. But it's they, like, oh, did you see last week? I'm not yeah, going to. They, they yeah, they, right. they don't, they don't, they
1: don't, it's a disconnect. Oh, yeah. like, I think with, a lot of people don't realize, people. like,
2: you know, indies, like, it's all separate companies. Right. And people I, will ask me stuff all the time and I just, sometimes I don't know how to explain it. Like, oh, wait, so are you in a contract or do you work for this company or that one or mm-hmm. is this a new one? I'm like, it's. It's hard to explain, but it's like everyone's their own thing. It's all separate. It might have, you know, similar workers or people Mm -hmm. involved in it, but it's all, you know, their own separate ones. And I think a lot of people just group all the Indies as one thing. And there's so many different, you know, things you could experience. (laughs) Many different
0: tiers of caliber of Indies, for (laughs) sure. (laughs) Yeah,
1: that's what I always, with people discussion. I'm like, well, there's like, I'm like, there's probably like 500 Indies in the United States. Probably. Mm -hmm. But there's really only like 30 of us. Right. That are really decent, thirty or forty probably that mm-hmm. are decent. You mm-hmm. know, like us, you like PPW is mm-hmm. reputable, and you know, um, yeah. like uh, Wrestle Pro, and mm-hmm. you know, Game Changer. Game changer. Like it's, it's probably you know, it's probably if that thirty or forty that are like reputable indies. Through a lot of them are just really really bad <laughs> you know it's really bad stuff
0: have you worked some of the really bad ones where you show up and there's 10 people in the crowd oh yeah oh
2: yeah I've <laughs> well you've got to i think yeah too. yeah because i'm still i still consider myself pretty early mm-hmm. on as well so especially in the beginning i was like i'll do anything yeah. just to maybe network or whatever mm-hmm. just you know who you're gonna meet or just who might see you and tell you someone they want you on that right. you just never know so i was kind of in the beginning like well let's see what happens right
1: <laughs> i always would tell i always tell the guys coming through the training center i I always say like i think you have to your first couple years Mm -hmm. and then i I like for me i always like use one of our kids like that has done really well for himself leo rush um i always try to tell him to file follow his pattern of like you do them, but once you st- start getting your name out there a little bit, then you try to change to quality over quantity. And that's like what he did. Like after a year or two and he started getting a little bit of a name for him, you know, he 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 got a name for himself pretty quickly. But yeah. then then you start going, okay, what are the top indies? And he had all his lists. He had CZW, yeah. PWG, Limitless, you mm-hmm. know, Beyond Wrestling, all the ones that are – Like and that's that's kind of and I was like and that was his his path that he followed, you Mm -hmm. know, so you you got to do them for a while. But, you know, you get to a point where you can say, all right, I'm I'm going to (laughs) because to me, some of them, I don't know how much has changed because I haven't I used to go all the time and I'd go with students. But to me, I I worry, too, about some of them that just use there's the locker rooms full of a lot of people that just don't know what they're doing. Yeah. You know, what I mean, you got to worry about getting hurt. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Oh and getting yeah. Hurt and and who you're in, and then some indies that you know. D- I mean, again, I used to do the indies years ago. I, I haven't been out there in fifteen years or more, but um, like I'd always. Like, do you still do some indie shows? Still have like crappy rings with like boards broken and stuff. Like, oh s- God! Yeah, yeah, yeah you used yeah, to run into know. that. Like the disc, they they rent the discount ring, and you get in <laughs> it. It's like you can feel the boards creaking. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. There's yeah. like See? a
2: separation in between. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah, that's that's where it gets alarming because then, like you said, you could get injured. You know, working yeah. a show. Like you said, now it's like kind of quality over quantity. Sounds right. Like a good mindset to because I, I think about like injury now after yeah. getting a couple bumps yeah. and bruises along the way. It's like. Oh, like things, the ring's not even safe, or you know, you go somewhere right. and you see the turnbuckles half exposed. It's like, oh no. Right. So anything could happen at any time, you know. Yeah. That's all you, I mean, it could always get hurt, but when the situation's like that, there's way more of a right more like,
0: yeah you can see like exposed plates in the corner and stuff i hate it when they have the like rubber mats like instead of a canvas where it oh, feels like almost underneath. rubbery that, like? no like on top oh, so it's like oh, yeah, almost yeah. yeah like you stick to it like i don't know yeah, i just like that
2: might get caught or something i know and, I and i'm like can
0: you just buy canvas like it
2: mm-hmm.
0: like you <laughs> i mean seriously like i just feel like having canvas on a ring is a really important thing to establish yourself as being a credible promotion yeah i <laughs>
2: that's know. being too much <laughs> yeah, I mean, the,
1: the ring aprons are an
0: added bonus but like at least have a canvas
1: and the kicked up boards you ever have you ever bumped oh. on one like with a board like kicked up and oh i don't think i've ever bumped oh on my one God, hopefully it's the
2: worst. i don't think i can remember
1: yeah. i feel like i recall that yeah oh yeah yeah that's
0: <laughs> oh. yeah well you know when you get to a, sh- a place and you got to like get in the ring you know before the door is opened and like you're feeling for all the soft spots yep. and <laughs> making sure and then you're like okay we're not gonna we're gonna stay away from that area over there <laughs>
2: I know. It's crazy that you have to do it, but it's better to be safe than sorry. It is. You never it know. Is.
0: Now you mentioned getting a couple of bumps and bruises. You haven't had any serious injuries, right?
2: Nothing like yeah. horrible. like took me out for a while. Like I broke <laughs> my nose at training and okay. then like my, my elbow, I got like an bursitis, my shoulder a little tweak, but like nothing bad. Just right. all like little like ugh, things, but it opened my eyes to be like, maybe don't take, you know. Every booking, I have three days in a row, and then my body's, you know, then I'm like, oh, then you're going to be more prone to injury, Mm -hmm. you know, so I have to prioritize resting, too, and I'm not good at that. Yeah. (laughs) So, But just those little things were enough for me to be like, all right, I don't want, I would not want to do anything that would actually injure, injure me to where I couldn't work for a while. I have to go to therapy or something, so Mm kind of reel it back in a little bit. Yeah.
1: So you mentioned your a broken nose. It's probably the most serious, I guess.
2: That, yeah, that would be it. Was that-
1: Was that? Was there a point at that where you thought, like, I'm not going to do this anymore or no?
2: Oh, no. I just felt like a moron. Yeah. <laughs> well, some people have that. Some
1: people have that moment. Like, man, I don't know if I want to. All
0: right. Know. How did you do it? Because I broke my nose in training, too. It how was, did you do yours?
2: Uh, we were trying to go in, like, from the apron, like, the hard way. Like, so just basically uh-huh. just having to stand there by ourselves and you know flip over yeah and i just was too close to the rope so i flipped in and when i went to sit up i just bashed my nose off the second rope like i just sat i didn't realize how close i was Mm -hmm. just sat up real fast and i got out like literally both my nostrils were streaming oh my god then i had he just gave me like a frozen um fruit Mm -hmm. mixed fruit and i'm like holding up (laughs) that's all that was there i'm like oh gosh oh no
0: okay (laughs) all right that's where i i broke mine on a kickout drill so oh, we were literally just doing kickout drills. And when and the person I kicked landing. out, yeah, he landed on top of my face. And I'm oh, like, hi, that's my head. Like, that one's But, yeah, it. yours is better. Oh,
2: <laughs> man. I was like, all things. It's that training, naturally. It <laughs> is.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, and when I first started, I got little injuries like that. Like, you know, I, I didn't have good ring positioning mm-hmm. yet. So, like, I remember getting, like, rolled up and I slammed my toe against the middle rope. And I broke my toe. Like, so you it's know? so simple. Like yeah, it yeah. was like, oh, well, it was my fault because I was too close to the ropes in the first place. But then mm-hmm. you learn, like... I was never too close again. Exactly, because like, like that kind you of hurts. <laughs> so,
2: yeah.
1: At what point? Um, at what point in your life did you decide, hey, I want to do this?
2: Um, it's right when I found out the place that backbreakers I trained at—they were having tryouts. Of uh, my one friend, she saw, and she always knew I was into wrestling. And you know, I was at that point, I was really into like you know working out and things mm-hmm. like that. Uh, I wasn't you know, actually wrestling. And then she's like found this Facebook thing about, you know, there's tryouts in Scranton. I'm like, you could wrestle in Scranton? (laughs) What? I've lived there my entire life, but I had no idea. Um, She's like, and she was like, we're going. Because, you know, I wouldn't just like probably wander (laughs) in there myself. And she came. She did the whole tryout with me and everything. But she had
1: no interest in training. Wow. Just moral support. That's a good friend.
2: (laughs) That is. She's the best. She did. She went through it all. Oh, my gosh. And I was just like. At that point, I was just like, why not? Well, yeah. Why not? If I try it and I don't like it, I don't have to do it. And then if I'm like, if I go with it and I love it, and I just, I, I was ever being really nervous right before my first match, too. Cause I'm like, you know, training and everything, I was having mm-hmm. having a lot of fun. But then I'm like, what if I have like a match and then I don't like that? Cause that's like so right. different than, you know, the trainings. Yeah. Oops, sorry. <laughs> One little thing. And I was that, I was real nervous leading up to that. I'm Like, what if I wrestle and I hate it? And then I oh, came right. back and I was like, that was the best feeling ever. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, See, you we- got bit.
0: Yeah, we have, (laughs) like, at our training center here, the next step, like, you don't go from... Training to them being on shows Like we have birthday parties in between oh, So okay. on the weekends um, which I know You saw you saw them leaving um, But we had 125 People here for a birthday party That's today awesome. So like, we did two we do two at a time mm-hmm. And um, you know so we had 125 guests That came to watch and um, so Everybody you know the wrestlers on the Birthday show are the wrestlers who are Also on the show but then we also bring in those New students and get them a lot of reps Where they're in front of a crowd I mean 125 People at a birthday party is more than a lot of in so (laughs) you know they're getting that crowd experience Mm -hmm. and so then they get that you know to to kind of test the waters just a little bit like oh okay i can i mean if i can't get over in front of a bunch of eight-year-olds like you know i'm not going to get over in front of a thousand people you know what i mean and it
1: allows them to just try different stuff yes we you know you have guys that you know it's just typical everything is always the same usually like the guys want to be like the tough guy You know, like the triple, yeah, Yeah. the triple. You know everybody, but then you know they get in, and then here with the birthday parties, they they a lot of they experiment with stuff. Oh, for sure, being flamboyant, just and different characters, and Mm -hmm. trying different things. That yeah, maybe I wouldn't do this on a show, but they'll try, and we've had a lot of people right that have tried stuff, and we're like, wow, that really worked. Mm -hmm. You know, and then they, you know, so it it kind of helps them. L- a lot of trial and error. Yes, so it's, absolutely. Be a
2: little more creative.
1: Yeah you, and know?
0: yeah, you know, we'd have guys like like Leo Rush or you know Moses or somebody. They would say, "Hey, I, I got some ideas. I want to try it out. I'm going to come to the birthday parties this weekend. Is that all right? You know?" And then they would put it together and yeah, you know, use work it as that like an out. Open ring almost.
1: Yeah, yeah really. basically. Yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Because and having that live crowd experience, you know, and with birthday parties, you don't know what you're going to get as far as the crowd goes. Like we do a lot of parties where you can tell it's for the parents, not the kids. Get out. <laughs> oh, for sure. Where <laughs> the kid is like hiding in the corner. I don't want to wrestle I don't why are they going to hurt me you know no 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 no, you're not going to wrestle them it's okay just (laughs) sit down and enjoy the show but we get a you know like today both parties were huge wrestling fans like they came in their you know Wrestlemania t-shirts and Uh stuff and I always love those because then I know they're going to be a good crowd you know like they didn't stop from the time the match the first match started and the last match ended. Aww, they did they not just had stop. A blast. Yeah, so it was pretty cool. But that's
2: fun and so it's much less pressure in those settings too. You know, right? So like hopefully they're just kids, parents, just trying to have a good time. It's not you know exactly. certain shows you going. It's like a real judgy crowd. Everyone's mm-hmm. like I said their own vibe. So it's like it's kind of like less pressure. You Just kind of go out there and like you said, try new things, be yourself for. Do whatever and not right. be like, oh, I'm going to get like booed out of the building <laughs> or like, dead silent. What's happening? Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the, the it's
1: your it's either that like hardcore real serious wrestling fan or mm-hmm. like old school, which is like for us in our our market, we it's like a mix. Yeah. You know, it's like a mix. It is maybe a little different than going to like South Philly. Mm-hmm. You know, but we get like a mix. But that, that's why I've always liked those towns like Scranton, or mm-hmm. we have a town that we all love in Maryland Hollywood which is down southern Maryland we go there two times well three times a year starting mm-hmm. next year we're going to be we've been going there too but um, it's just such a great crowd oh my they're gosh. just yeah and all our crew loves working the shows because they're just we get a really good turnout and they just they just love to watch wrestling. You yeah, know, they and,
0: and they're happy if we bring in like yeah. a hacksaw Jim Duggan yeah. name or something. You know what I mean? Because oh that's and all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They don't they don't need a whole lot. Like yeah. they're not worried about the latest indie darling. Yeah, you know, at thing. all. They don't. They don't care. They don't know. They don't they care. care. Yeah. You
1: know you could bring in where in some areas say like you know a guy like Joey Janela was before he got picked up. You know, like they wouldn't know him but you yeah. know like in in this market in Baltimore market I try to have a mix you try to have like a national name but I try to have a couple of like the Joey Janella or a Ninja Mac or some guys like that that are getting buzzed cuz we have a like 50-50 you know That's there but fun too, yeah. down there when we go to Hollywood yeah man bring in a Friggin' honky tonk man <laughs> yeah, or hacksaw Jim no Duggan. Yes, and they're loving it and they're happy. It.
0: They're completely happy. Yeah. Well, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, I want to talk about some of the different types of matches you've done and some other promotions that you've worked for. And um, so stay with us and we will be right back on the MCW cast.
1: Show your support for the MCW Cast while sporting some great gear by going to tspring.com slash stores slash MCW cast. You can pick up a full line of official MCW cast merchandise. From coffee mugs and face coverings to t-shirts and sweatshirts, visit teespring.com slash stores mcwcast.
0: All right. And we are back here. Our guest today is Adina Steele. So we were just chatting about the wonderful world of indies and some of the uh, real classy things that you might encounter, but also <laughs> how it's a great, you know, experience and how you can put yourself out there, mm-hmm. get a name for yourself, um... Some things I've noticed uh, when I was looking up some different things you've done. Uh, you have the nickname the Violent Vixen, correct? That's correct. <laughs> so, what has uh, the Violent Vixen done this year so far? Any oh. titles you've won? Big profile matches
2: this year. This year has been hard, sort of, because every with like January, February I had so many things that canceled, mm. and it, with, with the COVID spike that happened, was crazy. And with the weather. Um. I'm horrible at time management, but I did have the PPW Women's Championship. I don't remember if I won that. Might might have won that. No, I might have been last. I think I won that last year. That was that was last was, summer. <laughs> that right? was by the end of last year. Okay. Yeah, like that was for that was for a while. Um, but yeah, I didn't acquire any new. I I lied. I lied. I, I think in February I got the Eclipse FM Championship back because okay. I, I had it a while back, and that's out in Altoona, Pennsylvania. Okay. Um, so that, that did happen. That was one exchange. Um, and yeah, as far as that, that was the only title so far, so far, okay. so far. It's okay. early. It's only March.
0: And you were in the ECWA Women's Super 8, correct? Yeah.
2: Last, last thing was July, last, last July. Uh-huh. Yeah. And-
0: did vicious vicky was in that as well right yeah we just recently had her uh at the east point show we had vicious Mm -hmm. vicky and Mm -hmm. she was another competitor in that match too and did you win that one was that one you won i did not win the the tournament
2: no but um yeah that was really cool to be a part of though Mm -hmm. you know especially to be like you know like eight's not a big number no that's i was like just to have been like reached out to to participate Mm -hmm. i was definitely flattered and i feel like okay your work pays off. Yeah. Sometimes you're you're so busy doing all this stuff, and you're like, you know, you don't want to get like lost in the shuffle, mm-hmm. so to say. But that was that was a lot of fun. That was really okay. cool, and just nice to you know meet and different women. Sometimes you know in the same areas you're working with the same yeah. girls all the time. So it was cool to see meet some people from a little different areas mm-hmm. and network with them as well.
0: Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. And you recently did a CZW,
2: correct? I did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Back. I, might have been, I don't know. January, I'm not even gonna, might have I been. Yeah, I'm it. I don't time frame. It was. It was. I remember being a beautiful, like, a weird, beautiful day. When mm-hmm. I went down there, it was like Car de, <laughs> <something. laughs> <laughs> de grace or something. I de Grace.
1: Harvard de Grace. Harvard <laughs> de Grace. Harvard, <laughs> Harvard <laughs> de Grace. Harvard. That's right. You? No one messes. Everyone <laughs> That is one out. that like,
2: like, you
0: would not know unless you lived <laughs> yeah. here. It is Harvard de Grace. It was a, yes. Yes. De grace. I
2: just was like <laughs> <laughs> in my head when I'd read it on the GPS. But it was like a cute little city there. That was It is actually really neat. They have like a
0: lighthouse and a little beach and stuff there. It's actually really earlier
2: if I knew there was so much right, like, right. You know, It was beautiful
1: yeah it's hey. a neat little town
0: yeah so now are you I, I know CZW I guess they're kind of uh, they're kind of back or that's different or mm-hmm. are you going to be working other shows for them as well
2: uh, potentially potentially mm-hmm. it's just lining up dates you right. know that that align but um, yeah I think they're doing that whole limelight Mm-hmm. factor of it now that and it sunday seems sh- like,
1: series yeah. yeah yeah
2: it seems like they're trying to take off something and a little different i think for it's them. Been, even anyone doing sundays some you know i noticed a few companies doing that more this year fridays or sundays and i'm like finally we've done sunday uh,
0: ones we, for did,
1: years we did sundays. we
0: did them for years i mm-hmm. love sunday ones personally
2: if it starts at like four or yeah something, you you know, started, or even start at six i'll take I'll right <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: honestly yeah we had a building for four or five years that we just that we just did on sundays but I mean, there was a time we did Wednesdays. We did. We did, Wednesday we did Wednesday nights. I, like, I, do I
0: don't know. Because I, I remember that. Was that was 20
1: years ago, though. That was.
0: I remember. Because I was working like a real job. Like, I was a landscaper during the day. And I remember, like, having to take off, you know, go to these shows. And I'd be up and at work by 630 oh, the next day. And if I'm you like, got home at 2, how? 3. Yeah. Was, how did we do this and we just did every month every wednesday or the first whatever third yeah, wednesday we didn't of every think month. about it back then
1: that was the that was it was a michael's eighth avenue it was a building we ran for years and yeah like where
0: they do like banquets like weddings and, wedding and stuff halls. so yeah. you,
1: they couldn't even they you couldn't even touch anything on like thursday through right. sunday because they had bull roasts and weddings and stuff oh. that they made big money on mm-hmm. so, so they, they wanted to work with us but they're like you got to do like monday tuesday or wednesday because like unless you're going to pay us like 10 grand to rent the place yeah, yeah, to make no up thanks. for what we'd make on a wedding. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, you got you, to, so it, we just was we like, okay, well, we'll try Wednesdays. And
0: but we'd pack, I mean, we'd, we'd get 1,300 people, you know, when we, depending on who we'd bring in. I mean, I remember doing shows with like 1,300 yeah. people in there. Yeah. So on but a it, Wednesday uh, night.
1: <laughs> that's when school I, night work night. Yeah. And <laughs> people I think, didn't care. But yeah. I, you know, that's what we've talked. We, and you hear everybody kind of talk about it, like WWE or AEW. Like there's so much now with everything technology and all so much to take Mm -hmm. your time. Like this was 20 years ago. So it wasn't smartphones and it wasn't social media and all this other content and streaming stuff. So I think that probably, I don't know if, I mean, I guess if we had to try to make it work, but I wouldn't really want to try. I wouldn't want to try doing a weeknight.
0: Uh-huh. There's zero chance I'm doing a Wednesday <laughs> night show and getting up and going to yeah. work in the morning. No. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm just not. <laughs>
1: so, hey, you said earlier when you said you, your girlfriend found out about something and you were like, hey, what do you mean it's wrestling in Scranton? Yeah. So were you not someone that followed the Indies?
2: Not at all. Not at all. I didn't even really know they existed, to be honest. Yeah, right.
1: So typical casual wrestling
2: Yeah, yeah. Like growing up, like I said, I'd watch a lot, especially WCW, WWF, WWE now with my dad. Um, But that was all I really knew. And -hmm. then, you know, even getting back into it, because I fell out a little bit in my teenage years. And as I got older, I got back into it and... I just, I never had any, you know, I'd hear about, you know, Impact, Ring of Honor, other things like that, like the bigger names, but I had no idea there were so many shows that happened every weekend all over the place. I had no clue. So many people I did
0: not either. And I grew up in Hagerstown. I knew of Dick Mm -hmm. Karakoff's promotion and that's it. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that there was this whole network. It's like an
2: underground world. It's like a secret. I had no clue till I came here. And And that's a good way
1: to describe it, like an underground world. I've been doing, promoting, I've been promoting MCW since 1990. Ninety-eight, And it's always like that's what I'm like a lot of it's where, when, when I book stuff and lay stuff out like that's I try to appeal, you know, so I've had a lot of our like hardcore fans and stuff and they'd be happy if I just brought in a bunch of like GCW guys and guys yeah. that were hot on the indies. And that's what they kind of the feedback they give. But what like I always try to explain like, but I'm always I'm always continuous. It's a continuous battle to try to draw attention from the casual fan that doesn't know we exist. Exactly. You know, and I can't tell you even over the last couple of years, how many people, and we're always trying, I, I'm a big, like marketing. I, I love marketing and I love trying like YouTube ads and different things. And, We'll just always constantly get people that'll be like, man, I live two miles up the road. I'm a huge wrestling fan. I never knew this existed. Yeah, and we've been here, you know, eight, eight years, years, running shows and doing events and bringing in the biggest names, Ric right. Flair and Bret Hart right. and the Four Horsemen and freaking that- Sting and like, how do you, you know? But it's like, man, you're just people that are like, they're like, yeah, I never knew, man. I-, I
0: I had to call the police one time at a birthday party because. There was some baby mama drama oh and boy. there was fighting. So I called the police. The police didn't know we were here, which was yeah,
1: we had been At that point, we had been here five years, years, six years. I think years, it was five.
0: three or four years. It yeah. was pretty early on, but we were consistently here. Yeah. Like, And I was like, what do you mean you don't know where we are? I'm like, can you just send someone? Right. (laughs) And it was one of those weird nights when like it was a Sunday and I had already sent most all the students home. And so it was like me. My kids were here. They had gotten dropped off here. And there were only a couple students. And I'm like crouched down behind the sound thing because I'm like, I don't know what they're doing. Like it was like they were making threats. And I mean, it was. It at was a lot. At a birthday
2: party. At a birthday like, party. Oh. Right. And
0: thank goodness it was ending. Like, the birthday party was over. This is all at the end. But like, I remember calling the police oh. and they're like, Where are you? We don't know you. We didn't know you existed. How are we having these events <laughs> with like 800 plus people right? and the police don't know?
2: Or you work in the same city. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait right. <a> <laughs> like, this is not
0: a big town. Like, how do you not know we're here? But anyway, yeah, they did not know. Oh, man. It's so.
2: a funny way to find out. Of you know, <laughs> all right? things.
1: Just a so, so after you start training yeah. and you kind of. Are are getting into it, or you know, um was it like a culture shock? Like when your your vision of wrestling is WWE and twenty thousand people, and you go to an indie show and there's thirty people there. It's yeah. Was it's, like was it like what am I? What is this?
2: It's definitely an adjustment. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, at yeah. that point, by the time I actually had a match, it was like then I was more aware of the indies and like yeah. had gone to you know help out with shows locally and stuff yeah. like that. So I'd seen some of the smaller scale things, but yeah, there's. I, there, I remember one time doing a show. It was NPA. It was one of the, probably one of the first ones I did too. It was supposed to be an all women's one. I walk in, and they literally just had lawn chairs too around the ring. Not even like <laughs> actual like not even just folding like like plastic lawn oh. chairs. Like you lounge in, and but there was like four. Literally had to be four humans. Like and there's all <laughs> these empty. Like it looked like you're at like a poolside uh-huh. just a, with a ring instead of a pool. There's all these chairs and oh, no one's weird. in them. And then there's there like four people and I'm like. Like you said, I'm like, oh, this is different. This I, is different. Yeah. But <laughs> and those
1: numbers stick out. I, I, To this day, I'm, and this is going back to the early 90s when I started wrestling, seven people. Like that, <laughs> I remember that's the of the least people I ever wrestled in front of. I went right. to a show because I counted them. You know what I mean? I remember that just, and, and they must have had, this show, they must have had 800 chairs out. And I just remember wrestling, and I remember going, and it was just dick dead silence oh. like nobody was saying nothing and i'm just i counted them and i'm like oh this is really bad <laughs> this is <laughs> this is like this is really it was just i mean oh, wow. cri- like jiminy cricket was there in the oh. corner just, you oh. couldn't right. hear nothing but i just i was like seven people like yeah that was bad
2: especially if they're not interactive at all then too it's like oh gosh all right have
1: you have you oh yeah it's the worst have you <laughs> have you been to an indie show or showed up to wrestle and the ring didn't show up yet has that happened to you yet
2: i've been <laughs> I've, <laughs> they're the best <laughs> I've, I've had it where like the ring was like i got there and i think like i think i might be running late and i walk in yeah the ring's like not even started to be put up or like it was yeah. always there or something. but i've or it's about to be up, and you're like, okay, there's 15 minutes till bell or till doors <laughs> right. open. I mean, and then they're like, oh, we gotta switch this and that. I'm like, how is the show gonna start? I, right. d- I don't know. I don't yeah. know.
1: <laughs> that's pretty commonplace. It is, yeah. But the, you, 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 you wait till you show up, and then you gotta figure out.
0: Or when the you know, ring doesn't show up at I mean. all. That's what I'm yeah. talking about. Like, when the oh ring doesn't God. show. Oh, yeah, right right. period.
1: Just oh, had I had yeah, there. just period, just, just not show up. I probably had three. That's exactly it. Matt's down, and because you know the promoters doesn't want to. Refund the money. Yeah. We're going know? to make something happen. We gotta just wrestle. I paid rent. Right, you know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. And uh, like one, they just, they all did hardcore matches on one show. We just kind of all did hardcore matches, but put the mats out. Yeah. And um, <laughs> But the worst, uh, the worst. And I, I, I like, like, I can't believe people are doing this when you have them are the, <laughs> the people that will pretend to hit the ropes
0: oh god. No rings. Oh, the, yeah. oh my
1: god it's like yeah. and i'm like saying <laughs> like, it like what are really? you doing <laughs> like uh, yeah like there's no ring and it's just matt and oh. they'll be like like <laughs> stop at that yeah, point. I've, I've had three shows i did in my life that it seemed like it was that's why i always ask people because i i had it like three times three shows that
0: and I right. yeah, that uh, yeah <laughs> knock on wood <laughs> now I you probably want it to happen just all righty curveball you thinking
1: so, yeah good old independent wrestling that's the <laughs> yeah oh, so
0: reliable well it's, and it's sad that there's there's so many of the bad ones that kind of tarnish that image you know mm-hmm. like exactly so then people don't necessarily understand that there are many levels of indie
2: wrestling yeah, <laughs> you know? not but, everyone's gonna be run like that and, yeah or start two hours late or I, i've had because my, my like i said my dad's a fan and my parents mm-hmm. come if the show is like Pretty, like local-ish mm-hmm. and i worked somewhere that i never did before and i don't think they started for like an hour hour and a half oh after this part and he was like i'm never coming back here blah, blah. but oh, in my yeah. head i'm that's, like well it's, it's, it's this, like, yeah, used to it all yeah over. this is what happens but he's only used to coming to like like ppw or places like that that are close and i'm like this is you know, well it's, it's i know
1: but tell you what like P, that's the one thing we're really pretty good at on time like getting started on time we we um, yeah. are pretty anal about it. But it's one thing I learned over the years, man. That's probably the one thing that pisses people off more than anything. Like the fans, like we'd get the most – and and have people say – because we, we struggled with that at times years mm-hmm. ago. We would, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, start – and I'll just start 20 minutes late. But, man, people do get yeah. restless and they get upset. Mm-hmm. And that's – we've like we've been – I'd say that's probably one of our stronger points that we're really yeah. pretty – Pretty good on times. Not just that, but also not going over, say, like a two and a half hour yeah, show. Yeah, like really we try to keep the shows like two and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and not you know. And so. everybody
0: has times in their matches, and we expect <clears throat> them to stick to it. You know, it's right. not just yeah. go out there and just get in all fifty-seven of your spots. You know, <laughs> like we're only giving you eight minutes, so you got to get your stuff in. You know, yeah,
1: yeah. well, uh, we always like the concept. It's just like um, going to a movie. Like you don't yeah. in like two and a half hours. Seems to be that point where, like, you start to go, you tire people out. Right. It can be just like starting late if you got a show, and I'm—you've sh- probably been on these, and the show goes four hours long. Oh yes. You know what I mean? And oh, it's yes. like, and people are just like, oh, there's Ugh. 12, you know twelve matches. I
2: mean? By, yeah. By the time your match is about to start, I'm like, I'm falling asleep. I'm like, okay, I gotta gotta get it together, right, right. Get it together.
0: Or you know, they they stack all the title matches at the end of the card. Mm-hmm. You know, so and then and there's twelve matches on the card, so you got to sit through all of those. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah, and there's to me, there's nothing worse than what you're if you're presenting your main event and semi-main event and by the time you get to it 70 percent of the people have left because right. the right. show's and already been three and a half hours drained. yeah just like yeah. we just want
2: to go home we're hungry or if i feel like, i think about people that bring kids oh you know yeah. they want to sure. get them home and ready for bed and yep. they're probably like we've been here for how long oh <laughs>
0: my poor kids have grown up like in the in the in the ring virtually and um They know show days are just (laughs) like okay, so we'll be gone for twelve hours. Right. (laughs) Like I would when they were little, little, I'd have like my bag of snacks and bag of toys, and here you go, just play in the corner. You know. But um, we have lots of kids. The kids. here actually have their own little youtube channel and they, oh, it's yeah. called random kids wrestling yeah yeah so on birthday party days they come and they film like and they they edit it they do commentary they've got storylines they've got title belts it's the cutest thing yeah. so but it's they've been together they've been doing it now i think the oldest one well mine doesn't really do it anymore but i think the oldest one's like 15 and he's been doing it since he was like six xander kind no not xander connor he's done connor my how, oldest how old, is, how
1: old is uh Tralex's kid 10 because when I got here, I like his kid was in the ring and I was like, "Holy crap!"
0: Oh, he'll do a moonsault off the top rope. Yeah, like, I was like, "Drolics!" Like, holy kid, crap! He's ten. Yeah, oh, so they are getting lots of practice. Uh, they and drag the, out the crash all pad. All of these
1: kids are. You know, he was bringing Drolix, and he was Drolix was bringing his kid in diapers.
0: Oh, I know, I know. I remember because he when my mom would come to the shows, she would watch Drolix's kid. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So like I, I walk in, and I'm like,
1: oh, that's Drolix's kid, and he's flying around the (laughs) ring and flying off the ropes, and I look at Drolix, I'm like, oh my (laughs) god, this happened. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, so who inspired you? Like when you were who who were you a fan of?
2: Growing up, I guess, like you said, being in that like age range, I always loved Sting. He was like my uh, number one always.
1: That's the crazy <laughs> thing about Sting. I'm a lot older than you. We're in two different generations, <laughs> but he was my guy too. Right? <laughs> so, yeah. It's yeah.
2: something about like even like the Crow Sting actually that was that's what I grew up on Yeah, so like, I
1: grew up on the yeah. The, the beach surfers, blonde, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> uh which both are good in their own little, little mm-hmm. ways, but I thought it was cool just even now when I watch it, like, he doesn't have to do anything or say anything. And they get, like, such – you get such a reaction, such a response, mm-hmm. and he's literally just existing. Yeah, And yeah. it's, that it's is like, true. the idea of him and the suspense or his appearance, people, like, literally just lose their minds over yeah, that. Yeah, he's
1: just such an icon and got such a presence to him. Um, mm-hmm. He did an appearance for us a couple years yeah. ago and came out. And even – it was cool for me, like, grew up as a fan. Like, oh, now I'm a promoter and, like, Sting's working for me. But to, like, <laughs> just him being around the locker room, you could kind of see everybody, like, just yeah. the presence. He's one of them guys that just has an aura about him mm-hmm. um, that's, like, special, you know what I mean? And for I sure. think even the fans nowadays probably appreciate the fact that this is probably the last year or so. I mean, and he's kind of yeah. talked about he's it recently. Yeah, going all out. Yeah. That's yeah, and this is like, they oh realize like you're kind of like a, you know, like a Tom Brady or, you know, what I mean? even yeah. though he just came out. Well, yeah. What about the guy that did you hear about that? What? The guy that paid $500,000 for the ball at an auction no. 2 days before he announced the, that he was coming back. It was his oh. last touchdown pass, so it was the last touchdown pass <laughs> of his career. Oh
2: no! Not and he anymore. paid it in an auction. Oh. It was like
1: four hundred and ninety-one thousand oh, dollars. He at this auction. Forty-eight oh. hours later, Tom Brady announced. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: so now that value is going <laughs> They great. said it. Dro-
1: they said the value dropped to a pro- about a hundred thousand so dollars. Tom oh, Brady. That Tom Brady like passes like are, are, are worth like a hundred. So it dropped just like that. Dro- I was listening to a sports show. And they were saying, yeah, when Tom Brady announced it, he could probably resell it for like a hundred grand. Now. Oh,
0: that's awful.
1: You know, <laughs> no. <But> I never <laughs> yeah. saw that coming though. No, really you plus. think, man, a- like Tom Brady's got to do something for that guy? Come on, man, you make like a hundred million dollars a year. Honestly, like, yes. you know, like come on, freaking oh, do wow. something for that guy. Oh,
0: that's so, so. that's scary. So, I wanted to ask you, um, one of the trends that is really popular these days is intergender wrestling. Is mm-hmm. that something you've done as well?
2: Yeah, yeah, I've done a lot. I mm-hmm. feel like especially in I the beginning, so. a lot of people would, I think people specifically noticed I was doing it mm-hmm. and then were bringing me in with that. And I think I was just starting out, like my first match was with a guy because, oh, okay. um, you know, where I trained, it was all all guys. Oh, so yes. it was just, I was kind of used to the training with only guys. Mm-hmm. So for me, I was always fine and comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know, you know, some people feel differently, which is, you know, whatever, whatever. It's good works for you. But I particularly enjoy it because mm-hmm. I think it's like anything, an intergender or, like, you know, with a girl, a three-way, or Like, every match has a different, like, story and mm-hmm. thing behind it. So I like doing a little bit of everything like that because it keeps me going. Out, like, I get bored. So I get, right. I get doing something sure. different or having a little different psychology to it. it keeps me invested. But I have a lot. I've had some of my favorite ones, just, you know, intergender. Mm-hmm. But they, like, Who are
0: some of the guys you've worked with, some of the indie guys you've worked
2: Um, I've against? done – Let's see. Well, I go to I do that intergender bonanza a lot when they are mm-hmm. running. Um, so they, I've worked like Mark Angel there a couple times, Drew Blood a couple times. Um, I, I'm having like a brain fart now. <laughs> I guess there's so many random matches, yeah. but it's even like like my boyfriend. I wrestled him before we were dating. Uh-huh. Um, it's
1: so your boyfriend. You have a you're a relationship, a wrestling relationship. Yeah. Who's so your boyfriend?
2: Oh, his name, his wrestling name is Kit Raff, but he's also from Scranton, but then he was Mm -hmm. out in Cali for a while, like when I started training, so we didn't really, Oh, okay. and he did a lot of tag wrestling with his um, best friend out there, and then he just missed home for some Mm -hmm. reason. He was like, I'm going (laughs) to go back to Scranton (laughs) from California. Did
1: he go out there for (laughs) wrestling?
2: Kind of, yeah. Yeah, because they wanted to just explore more Mm -hmm. out of the area, Um, but he missed family and stuff yeah like oh okay, that's cute yeah.
0: <laughs> and then you guys met when he came back yeah oh, yeah okay. we
2: wrestled and then that was like we both were in other you know how our stuff going I was just just that mm-hmm. and then reconnected after that I'm like mm-hmm. that's weird like if you you know you think if someone had told you that day that this would happen I would right. know, never think it but yeah um otherwise like I'm, try- I'm literally drawing a blank because I feel like it's always been more like the local like mm-hmm. kind of people too a lot of times like to the areas so or, like, I have a thing going at one place now with that. What's the Robbie Illuminati? Mm-hmm. But we had a yeah, thing a like couple yeah. weeks ago. And it, like it's just fun because, like, right. fans, like, everyone you could have a different story angle. And, like, people just, like, sometimes they just like to see, you know. It's the all in guy. It's, I think it's, it's
1: really popular right yeah, now. I think it's like, all, I mean, we, we, like, especially online, you put it online. I mean, and you freaking end up with, you know, a half a million views on the video because, like, people search it out. But, I, Believe me, I'm a very old school mentality, but I think it is in the way that the story's told. Yeah, you know, um, you know like, you know, like to, and that I have some people get real. Some people are really for it, and then you have some people that are really freaking against yeah. it and yeah. get angry. Yeah. Um. And I, I, but I. That's why I think there's a medium ground. Mm-hmm. Like I, I you know, to you know, for visually, like, I, I don't. It would never. It would never make sense to have like a woman versus Brock Lesnar, right. you know what I mean? Like so, right. th- and that's what I think. I think people don't understand. I'm like, I, I think there's a middle ground, and I think, you know, there's a middle ground in between the people that are really for it, and people that are really against it, where you can do it, makes sense. I um,
0: yeah. I mean, I liked. You know, when I was we've done wrestling, it a couple we, times when yeah. we would do like m- intergender tag matches, yeah. but you know here with the commission at the time, They've you know let the let go, girls yeah. could only wrestle the girls and the guys could only wrestle the guys. But like I, mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. Like I thought it was a lot of fun having those types of matches, even mm-hmm. though there was no you know uh, combat or whatever or touching from guys on girls mm-hmm. or vice versa. But you know I, I enjoyed just that there were able to be different. Layers of physicality in a match, you know, where the, the women could do something different and the men could do something different. But the end goal was still the same to mm-hmm. beat your opponent. So I always enjoyed intergender tag matches, um, but didn't really have a lot of opportunity to wrestle a lot of guys because of the athletic commission here. Yeah. But now they were, were right. allowed. And, so I, and I, I fought heard. that. Yeah. Well, I
1: fought that. I fought yeah, that really? for years. Yeah. And what? Yeah. I, it's funny. What like literally what you just said is what I would because they, they were so strict. They were so strict with it. 10 years ago so they were so strict that like if you have tara was a valet at ringside they wouldn't even let her like interfere and slap a guy they would just they would threaten to suspend her like it couldn't even be a valet like zero contact so and what i would say to them is exactly what you'd say i i would go to the commission i'd say you guys need to come down our school any night of the week because all the girls are in there with the guys like, right. training. Yep. So, like, they train with them every freaking day. Right. Every mm-hmm. day of training. It's girls and guys. It's not like a separate girls class. Right. It's yeah. it's it's girls and guys in there, and they're wrestling around. So, they train with these guys all day. But now you're saying, oh, on a show, you can't even breathe in each other's <laughs> right. direction. Right. You know what I mean? Or get suspended. Oh, and I <laughs> think, you know, and, and the commission has fought me on that for years. And honestly, though, would... I think kind of helped was like things with transgender, you know what I mean? Laws changing and Absolutely. stuff like that. And then you go, well, Hey now, you know, like, and so they do you kind really want to ask these questions yeah, or do you, you, you just want to ask these questions right. and deal with yeah. something potential. So, but my God, I fought it for years. It was really bad for a couple of years. Yeah, they freaking went. Yeah, we could do anything. Someone told me about anything. that
2: recently. Like when I was wrestling in Maryland. They, they said, backed like, off. No, they backed. This is a new thing like, we're allowed to do. Yeah, I, like, I started. what? Yeah. No. I didn't even in know the there last... were places it wasn't like allowed. I thought wrestling <laughs> yes. was wrestling. I didn't no, know. No, they've
1: backed off it now because, uh, and a lot of it has to do with transgender, cl- mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Transgender. Um, different laws and things changing, and that yeah. they're like now it becomes a sketchy area with are you discriminating? Yeah, yeah, I just, I just, I don't think they even wanted to go down that route. Well, you yeah. know, like, cu- culturally, I don't, I was like, I don't think they want to be caught in that or start to be questioned about oh, yeah. it. So they just backed off. But gosh, for it was the yeah. dumbest fight Took that I would enough. say for years. Yeah, and that's yeah. what I would say. I would say come down to our training right. center. The girls learn to do this with the guys right. in the Right, range, It's literally so. the same exact right. thing, just not yeah. the fans. Well, I, yeah. I
0: think, too, another thing that really helped us was that Maryland is one of five states that has uh, three gender choices on your driver's license. So you can be male, female, or X. And oh. so... You know, when that kind of happened, it was like, OK, well, what if someone marks X on their driver's license, then mm-hmm. how How do... Who,
2: are they allowed to wrestle guys or Right? girls? Yeah. You know,
0: so, and, and, you know, and we're definitely in the minority. I mean, there's only five other states mm-hmm. who are five states, including us, who are doing this. But I don't anticipate that going away like if anything it's right. going to keep increasing mm-hmm. so i think just from a legal perspective if you're going to give somebody a third option on their you know a legal document like a birth uh, you know a driver's license then you can't have these archaic rules that yeah. then how do you explain this you know what i yeah. mean we're so not then, we're yeah. not going to make a new x division you know for oh. like, but I it, mean, right but it, you was, know? Totally.
1: it was it was ridiculous for for, for yeah. years i mean uh over a decade i just argued it you know and but, yeah, we're here now, so now we can do it, and they kind of leave us alone. They don't even – they bring it up. They just let us alone. But it used to be yes. not just something they – but it would almost like if a girl got involved in a guy's match, it was as bad if, like, there was blood. I mean, commissioners <laughs> yes. would be like, what did you just do? I'm going to take yes. your license. You know what I mean? Who was wow. it? In the green room, the girl did like a – we got involved and did like a Hooner Karana – during a, she was managing, yeah. who was it that did that? Oh my! Would, wait, Lou it, would it have went. been Flipper? It may have. been. It
0: probably was. Flipper. Oh man,
1: he was like, "I'm going to suspend yeah. your promoter's license yeah. for a year." And I can't believe it. the girl just slipped in, was managing, and did a yeah. spot. And she did like a i I'm Hooner sure Parada. it was Flipper. It was during <laughs> it um, just did a spot <laughs> in a match. Kidding. We slipped him in, and honestly, I told him to do the spot and thought I was going to distract the commissioner. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> and then. I realized that I, I had forgot when they went out <laughs> there to distract the commissioner, and he was out there, and the girl did it, and he all oh, oh. like came in the back, and uh-huh. just, his face was red, and he was screaming. You know what I mean? And yeah, he didn't their, even want to care that I was yeah. like, "Didn't you hear the people? They loved it. They're fine." Like right. they do. he was like, "I don't care." I don't he care. took his I'm job a... very, so very angry? serious. Yeah. Oh man, like, oh, This was guy. He was oh, serious. God. He was. He was. He was real serious. So. But here we are. So now we can do it. So now it's, you're all right in Maryland doing (laughs) it.
0: So that, and that must make, you know, more options available to you, you Mm -hmm. know, being able to have that flexibility and say, yeah, I can do intergender wrestling, you know, Mm -hmm. and then it gives you more, you know, chances for booking. I mean, there's only ever going to be one or two girls shows on a card, you know, Mm -hmm. or girls matches, unless it's like an all girls show. So this gives you a lot more flexibility.
2: Yeah. And like just different experiences too. Cause like I said, Typically, you know, I'll end up working with the same women a lot and a couple random people here and there, but Mm -hmm. in whatever area, I'm sure it happens to everybody. But I'm like, oh, I get to work with new people or like hear how they like to talk about, you know, a match or, you know, just maybe try something I don't normally do because maybe it's someone bigger that could base me, like things Mm -hmm. like that. So I try to just like take it as an opportunity to, you know, like do new things or, you know, do just learn a little bit from them if I could. So why not?
0: Right. So where are some places um, that you want to work that you've not worked yet? Like, what are your goals for 2022?
2: I feel like for 2022, a little bit of, I don't know if we're talking this on air or off, but when we're talking about, like, you know, quality over quantity. I'd like to just mm-hmm. really be able to focus on certain places and just put my all into it instead of, I feel like maybe I've been spreading myself a little too thin, trying mm-hmm. to do everything and be everywhere. And it's, you know, <laughs> you get run down. Um, so of course I, you know, being here was on my bucket list. So I'm super grateful to have this opportunity. Cool. Um, and you know, beyond they're up by me and I'd, mm-hmm. I'd be interested in like trying to reach out to them. Um, and of course, you know, maybe reaching out to AEW at some point, like the only person yeah. who hasn't yet, but <laughs> they'll reach out or even impact. I'd love mm-hmm. to do like, I love how they structure, um, their, their work and everything, so I like just basically I was thinking this year, like new places and maybe just quality over states. quantity. Yes. 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 Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. That,
1: I think that's the way to do it. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean, especially once you get your feet wet in it and, you know, who who am I going to be working with? People that can teach me things yeah. that can better. You know what I mean? That can elevate me because you got to go up that ladder. Mm-hmm. And if it's not really. And that's what I tell the young guys. Like, take all that crap. Take everything when you're starting. But once you start to kind of, you know, get it a little bit, like step back and think right. about is this promotion helping me is yeah. gonna help right. you don't are need they...
0: to drive 12 yeah. hours to because work in of front those, of 30 uh, because people a lot you know? of those exactly.
1: companies a lot of those promotions it's not just it's not just like that you know they might rent a crappy ring but it, if be, they probably have a lot of crappy people so you're going to end up in there with like are you going to actually learn
2: Exactly. You know? mm-hmm. Or and, like, like we're talking about before, you can even get hurt. You know, like And you, you like, hear oh, about right. WWE, yeah. you
1: hear about the Performance Center and why they go through phases of wanting indie wrestlers and not indie wrestlers. And the big thing is all the bad habits. Like bad habits that come retrain. from really bad mm-hmm. from really bad mm-hmm. indies and picking up stuff like being in there with people that don't know what they're doing. You pick up these bad habits and that's why that's why WWE's like Through times, they go through phases where they're hot and cold on indie Mm wrestlers. Like they'll go, then they'll go through. You know what? We just want you know professional athletes that we're going to train from scratch because we want to avoid all the stuff. And then they'll open it back up. But it's still, we've had a ton of people get signed, um, and it's the one compliment we get from people that come from our training center is that they don't have those bad habits and like their feet work is good and stuff like that. It's one of the mm-hmm. the things we're, we're most proud of. We get when we end up getting people opportunities down there, we always get that same feedback that the trainers are like, you don't, you guys don't have a lot of the indie bad habits, you mm-hmm. know? So, but yeah, so it, that's why it's best. I think to kind of evolve when you get to a point like, okay, I've gotten some reps in and got out there and done some stuff, but now it's time to focus on quality over Absolutely. quantity, you yep. know?
2: And especially meeting, you know, women far more experienced than me. I like seeing how their brains work, you know, yeah. going into a match. and Or if something, say you're in there and something didn't go the way you thought it would or you needed to. I like seeing how they could handle things. I'm like, oh, maybe I, I wouldn't have thought of that. But now, mm-hmm. like, tuck it away. Hopefully I remember if I need it. Yeah. But, yeah, I just want to. Because I always like to keep learning with any, like, anything right. I do. I'm always, like, obsessive a little bit. So I just, I'm always like, okay, I just want to, you know, mm-hmm. move on to the next level a little bit, get better, improve what right. I need to and it helps being with people that, you know, could guide me that way. Right,
0: right. You don't want to be the one necessarily guiding them, you know. Right. <laughs>
2: like you wanna to learn too. Exactly. <laughs> makes
0: sense
1: we're glad to have you
0: yeah yeah thank you for dropping in and chatting with us today and for making your debut at uh, the first night of our Spring Fever Tour so thank you for that of course Um, hope to see you back here again and uh, fans you know you can get your tickets to our next upcoming event Uh, go to mcwprowrestling.com you can not only get tickets there but you can also check out our birthday party pages Um, if you are a local fan listening uh, we talk about the birthday parties a lot sometimes so you know if you're interested um, and there's no age. Limit, unless you're like a toddler. Um, but we've done bachelor parties, Cub Scout parties, Boy Scout parties, football teams, you name it. So, you know, if you're interested, check that out on our website as well, mcwprowrestling.com, and then get your tickets for upcoming shows. And we've got our biggest one, uh, big match, big show coming up on the horizon, Celeb Fest 4 mm-hmm. We'll be back in Millersville on uh, May. 15th is that fifteenth, 16th yeah. yep at the sunday show which we talked about that's an all-day convention and then the show and of course our big headliners that night are matt and jeff hardy so we hope to see you there and uh
1: yep, very good.
0: all right well thank you again adina Steele, for joining us tonight and we will see you all next week on the mcw cast